I like turtles. No, <laughs> actually, I like trains. If you listen to the last um, episode, you know why. Because whenever you ride a train, such as I did when visiting my parents again after a long time, um, you can look out of the window. You can see all the people doing weird stuff around you. For example, school children that were boarding a train there. And that makes you think about all different sorts of things in life. Let's, let's get back into that story a bit now. Um, let's wrap it up again. Like When those school children back then were boarding a train, I was thinking, man, that safe little protective bubble that they have around them, it was, it was nice in the good old times when you only had to worry about your exams, what you have to... I don't know what you teach or things of you and um, you, you could just live on on your way. No responsibilities, no finding a good job, no uh, fulfilling the American dream, no fulfilling, uh, I don't know, <laughs> uh, your typical Western lifestyle, um, suburban uh, house dream, whatever. Um, exactly. And I thought, man, they will all have a lot of fun when they grow up and then real life hits them right. <laughs> to review that exactly now the thing that i realized first to the first learning was man actually i'm also not living in real life because all those systems that i'm living in trying to get a good degree um fitting into society setting up my personal rules and blah 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 they are also just uh, in that sense a lie in lie because those systems are not like given from nature itself or from physics rules of physics or chemistry they are like set up by basically us humans and we humans are not gods or not anything that is unquestionable we are just um i guess a race of ignorant space apes that are circling a giant fireball <laughs> with several thousands of kilometers an hour um the first thing was um, I learned is was to question the system a bit. Now, if you had a, if you want to get into that a bit more, um, watch the first episode. It should be the one before this one. Now let's get into the the second thing. I thought. Um, now, when watching those yeah, school children and them being so careless. Um, like not careless in the sense of not giving attention or whatever, like in the sense of um, them living like freely without any worries and stuff. Um, thought to myself, um, actually, we we can only do that, or they can only do that because they can safely assume that the next day will come, right? And they can live on a basis like that. Um, and I think what we are doing in our lives is also very similar to that. Like, we only pursue our three-year degree because we live on the basis that the next day will come. And we can pour several weeks at a time just into optimizing uh, our career and, like, really burning us out without any um, cool other experiences in our life or taking off some, day, some days. So we're living on the on the basis uh, of that we're also wasting a lot of time like just being wastements hanging hanging around at home and stuff that happens to me often <laughs> or 
when I get caught in the YouTube shorts trap or whatever. And we also waste a lot of time, like by playing by the societal rules, like which we already covered also in in the first part of the this episode. Um, so combined with those rules, um, I guess you a get a quite boring life, um, but at the same time, by not valuing that you are alive and that your life is like how do you say? Um, not infinite, you lose your ability to feel alive. In that sense. Or at least that right. that's how it might feel like for me. Um, <coughs> exactly. Um, so, back to the, to the children there. I think we are living in kind of a fake safety or a fake protective bubble. Because actually what could happen is or what actually happens in you all the time um there are microorganisms in your body that are trying to kill you right now and your body is fighting them off and you could die of uh, some weird disease um if, if you don't uh, take care of you enough there are weird animals out there like if you go hiking or whatever <laughs> they could attack you there um the next step on the street um, could also kill you if you get hit by a car and Obviously, yeah, we we live in an age of war and stuff, and it could be a nuclear war or whatever. Um, it's not that I want to spread panic or anything. That that's not at all the case. Like, um, society is working like quite good at fending off those those things. But I, at that moment, and that might be hard to relate. Um, when when looking out of the window, I thought. Or like what I usually thought is, yeah, I can safely pursue my career and become, I don't know, uh, some cool startup guru, whatever I wanted to do. Um, <laughs> but at that, at that time, it like dawned on me, man, that time and all of that stuff that I want to do that I push into the future or that I, that I see myself doing in the future, it's not at all guaranteed. Uh, there's no... Or like the way I've been living my life so far is that there is that that there was this guarantee, but that it is not there. We it is a kind of fake safety that we that we like. How do you say that we, that we feel or that we work on that we work on as a basis that we assume there is. Um, again, I don't want to spread panic and stuff. Like it's it's fine if you. <laughs> If you, if you assume that your next day will come around because it's a reasonable assumption. Um, the, but it's it's like not um, guaranteed in that sense. And okay, it's, it's hard to bring across that feeling that I had there. First of all, can, can you relate somehow to that bit before I go on? I mean, yes, obviously, to to some extent, I think it's just part of the human condition, let's say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or maybe we're just having our midlife crisis at 20 mm -hmm. and 21. Who knows? But. Okay. Yeah, maybe because, maybe go ahead and try to yeah, describe yeah. the feeling further. Now, um, because what I, <laughs> that sounds also very weird and cliche and stuff now, but. What I actually felt in that moment again is 
man, there there are no societal rules out there. There is no, or like there, there is no safety that society tries to make us think. There are only the more basic and the simpler and maybe more aesthetic rules of nature and, and survival out there. <laughs> that sounds so cliche. I know, I know, man. Um, that, yeah, and that, that thought kind of resonated with me, like that kind of survival thought. <laughs> oh, God, it's, it's so hard to bring across. Um, why that? Because um, those, I don't know whether those jumps are like understandable, but um, what I thought in that moment is that only by being aware that or only by not only but by risking your life you can you can get to know what it feels and what it means like to be alive and for risking your life you have to know that your life is not guaranteed um, or like your safe life is not guaranteed as society maybe makes us think um, and the first step in that direction is to uh, maybe acknowledge that the next step out on the street could kill you, uh, which makes you feel more alive. But the second step could be also to deliberately risk your life and maybe doing something that other people might consider unreasonable. Um, that makes you feel more alive. That gives you back that feeling of joy in living. As an example, um, I did a hiking trip also this semester, or like this, the semester holidays, and we talked about it a bit on uh, past episodes. It had a huge impact on me, and I think that was partially because I was kind of risking my life there, because the routes we were taking, if you did the wrong step, you, you could have died there, like easily died there. Um, which in turn, I think, made me feel more alive. It was something exciting in that sense. Um, can can you relate to that? <laughs> more or less. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can definitely know. And I think it doesn't even always have to go to the extreme of no, 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 no. That's also not what I'm saying. Life. It's just a thing you. <clears throat> no, can. no, I know, I know, I know. No, I mean, even it can even be in small moments when when you have that feeling. I mean, I've I've had those feelings oftentimes in those you know very small moments when you don't actually aren't actually risking your life or anything, but you realize how fragile everything actually is. Exactly, like the fact that I'm studying right now and I have an apartment. All that could be gone the next day if something were to happen to my dad, or if I don't know, you know, just stuff like that. If you, do yeah, you realize that yeah, yeah, that's the feeling it, it isn't guaranteed not nothing about life and nothing about the things you you have and none of your plans are, are guaranteed to work out and actually i think it's rather the rule that they would don't work out the way you want them to hmm. i cannot remember one single time where a plan of mine actually worked out the exact Sad same life. way i envisioned it <laughs> you know i think that's yeah. honestly just almost in a universal a universal law that it just doesn't work out like that and 
which doesn't mean that you should never make plans. It just means that you should be absolutely prepared that it's probably not going to work out <laughs> the way you want it mm-hmm. to work out because that's just life. And there are a ton of factors you cannot control. And also you shouldn't try to control um, because at the end of the day, you should also be able to just adapt to the things that life throws at you. Um, but yeah, to that extent, I can definitely relate. And it's, I don't know, it's interesting, as you said, to realize that you are, or we are actually still very much living in that bubble, mm. in that safe little world, if we don't the, push ourselves to go out of that. The way you formulated it, I quite liked it. Like, we have to acknowledge that we live in a fragile um, yeah, system of or like we live in fragile systems and we should not be as ignorant about that as we maybe are <laughs> like yes in, in yes. pursuing whatever we are doing um exactly okay yeah the second the second thing uh, to add on to that like okay you can either risk your uh, life or you can like you can also do something other uh, some other maybe um uncomfortable thing that might have the same effect on you like maybe you are very introverted and you don't like speaking to strangers well speak to that person on the subway next <laughs> uh, next time you're in there whatever i think everything that hmm, can you say that everything that makes you like step out of those systems that you take for granted in that sense that furthers your horizon or like your knowledge in that sense of it. If you're an introvert and you think you can't speak to other people, then you just do it and maybe a whole other world opens up to you. <laughs> to put it <laughs> that easily. Like. Um, by doing something uncomfortable, by stepping out, um, it, I don't know, it seems like you... you hmm. Yeah, you, you further your eyes and you, you connect. And that sounds so cliche and weird also. Again, you connect to yourself a bit more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, man. it's it's fine. Yeah, it's it's very true. <laughs> what you say? So unscientific, man. Ah, no, no, no. It's fine. Okay. So what what effect? Or like, if you want to add on to that, go ahead. I didn't. Otherwise, no. Go, go ahead. Me. Go ahead. Okay. Um. So what what effect did those thoughts have on you? Like, um, questioning the rules of society and that I put on myself a bit more um, and acknowledging that I uh, that the systems I live in are fragile um, and stuff well the, the thought that I had was basically um, or the thought that I had before was basically yeah man I want to do something that leaves a change or something in the world I want to I don't know, become famous, want to become the next Elon Musk. <laughs> what many people might be striving for. Like making a change, being being acknowledged as a human being, whatever. But thinking about that, um, if I do that, then that would only be like, as I said, for a race of ignorant space apes that are circling a giant fireball of several thousand kilometers an hour that are not perfect at all, that are no gods at all, that are doing very, very um, cruel things to each other. Um, and in that sense, it would be a waste of my life to become this like 
in order to become this next Elon Musk, I wouldn't need to be like that kind of law-abiding, grinding uh, for work zombie that doesn't know how it feels to be alive because I only work all the time. Now, disclaimer in that sense, that doesn't mean that you should not work for society at all. That's not what I'm meaning. It's, for me, it just means that I should not work an 80-hour week job for pursuing that goal anymore because it doesn't it doesn't matter <laughs> in that sense like I, I like society and i like to i like to improve other people's living standards and do that no doubt but at the same time i'm also here and i also want to live and i don't want to sacrifice myself to that full extent if you if you get what i mean so yes for sure in that sense i noticed when i want to intentionally seek out more adventures or expeditions or uncomfortable things where i might even risk my life to some extent to a reasonable extent um, um and i noticed that i'm super super inspired by all of those people who do so that ventured to nepal to get some uh, hallucinating honey from some weird bees and try that out and <laughs> that <laughs> or that go in the jungle of peru or that Go through the their city park in a straight line, whatever. <laughs> right. But you can also start small, you know? Um, sure. That's the first thing that I noticed. And the second thing I noticed is, as I said, like all those rules that we have, they're kind of made up by us. And what resonates with me a bit more is <laughs> to put it that way the raw rules of nature and stuff just getting out there in nature and then what counts is that you come back or that you survive in that sense <laughs> um where you have to fight with like the more raw elements that are like given by physics and the more basics of the universe that are not put onto ourselves by ignorant space apps <laughs> <laughs> Put it right those those are that's that's what i i don't know that's what i took away from that train ride interesting <laughs> stuff man uh, seems seems like quite a journey paradigm shift for you maybe yes and i see how i'll pursue it <laughs> um very cool man yeah currently i think i mean i started that youtube channel and i've i really enjoyed doing it so far like I set myself the goal for this semester holiday to produce one YouTube video. Now it's uh, four already, and maybe it will be a fifth one. <laughs> and nice, by, by doing all those unreasonable things, I felt alive again. In that sense, <laughs> like not that I did not feel that alive beforehand, but definitely was a more dull feeling. You know? Sure actually something that um, I've had a discussion with a friend of mine uh, about just generally trying out different stuff and not being like the type of student who just studies 12 hours per day and doesn't do anything else and he's an interesting thing mm -hmm. um, because he compared to me for example he's a little more afraid let's say to, to just try things and to see if he likes them or not and after some discussion, he told me, well, I think actually just trying random stuff and figure out what you enjoy might actually be the safest route. Whereas 
trying to be safe and trying to just study and have good grades and you know not deviate too much and just focus on one singular path may actually be may actually not be as safe as it sounds hmm. and yeah man I, I can definitely relate to that the, also to the point where you said that working 80 hours per week for some random i don't know consulting company or whatever is probably not going to make you fulfilled it's probably not going to be something that you're going to wake up every day and feel alive and i mean sure you can enjoy it but it's still a big difference between that kind of work and just quote-unquote being on a mission and trying to actively improve people's lives and see like actual progress unfolding in front of you and what i've noticed so far in my internships and just generally talking to people i I don't want to shit on anybody but most jobs out there especially in like the corporate even startup world are really bullshit jobs you're not you're not really doing anything to be honest like (laughs) most managerial positions or sales marketing all that kind of stuff again without shitting on anybody i'm not talking about any specific company or 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 people or whatever but (laughs) also it's also just from my own conclusion and from talking to people who have been in those industries for 10 20 30 years even consulting whatever it might be they all say the same thing that it's it's really just bullshit jobs it's it doesn't really have much much substance behind that i mean sure you're some things are changing because of the of the work you do and some things are improving but really it's just it's nothing of substance and most Mm. people i've talked to that have had like the super linear and crazily successful careers so far i'm talking about you know going to the ivy league universities and having a phds and working at the biggest companies in the world and having top positions and top salary and all of that all of them so far have told me that they pretty much regret all of that and they wish they had for example build a second how would you put that in german it's standbein a second let's say income stream or just a second exactly a second foundation basis for their lives most of them have told me i wish i i'd started whatever a youtube channel or i wish i i had learned to code because then i could have been more flexible and and tried out different stuff or worked as a freelancer Oh, I wish I would have done that. Or I wish I wouldn't have lost that hobby of mine. And I have yet to meet a a person who says, "Yeah, I'm I'm happy just working in in the corporate environment and working fifty, sixty hours per week, not really having much time off, or the time I have off, I don't really feel like doing anything because I'm burned out." Mm. And I'm not saying you can't learn in those in those positions and jobs. I mean, you learn a lot. You meet a lot of cool people. You network. You see how companies work. You see how other companies work if you're a consultant and all of that. I mean, there are a lot of amazing experiences and a lot of things to learn. But at the same time, as you said, we have to be aware that not be, not just because society or certain or, or the corporate environment has set certain rules, it does mean that we have to absolutely follow them no matter what. Because in most cases, the things that actually change the world and the things that actually improve people li- people's lives are the things that are not born out of a rigid, reasonable, and thought-out system. Many times they're just crazy ideas of crazy people and they 
take the leap and try it out. And if it doesn't, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. That's fine. But at least I tried it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I can definitely relate to that. Uh, that was my little oh, super monologue cool here. I loved it. Uh, you should Thanks, go man. into the next talk <laughs> show with that. No, it really resonated. <laughs> Thanks, Very man. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, especially, especially that part of yeah, working eighty hours a day for stupid project or like not stupid projects. They can also be important, but doing that all the time, you're like only working yeah, for someone else or for something else, and you lose yourself and your own needs, kind of in, in that way. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. And ultimately, you don't... Now the communist is coming through. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But ultimately, you don't really own any of the work you do. Like, for example, when I I, I did the... uh, Especially... I think it's it's especially clear in, in like, the IT industry when you're coding stuff. Hmm. And you know, you know, I've worked on that feature and that is now implemented and people actually use it and they love it. But at the same time, nobody cares you did it. Nobody knows you did it. Nobody. It, it's like you don't really own it. You've given it to the firm and now they use it and make money with it. And you still make your same salary and you still work your 40 hours per week and it doesn't change anything. Mm. And while you may feel some sense of accomplishment, at the same time, you re- realize that you don't really matter. Like someone else could have done that just as easily and just as good as you. And your input in the grand scheme of things is completely irrelevant. And again, I'm not saying that from an existential pessimistic standpoint. It's just, it's the way most of those companies out there work. And there's a reason they are structured like that because it does work in most cases. However, I mean, it's another discussion if that is something you want to pursue long-term and if that is something that you want to stick to because society tells you that it is something that you should be aiming for. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm also, as you may realize, I'm also kind of asking myself those questions and very interesting. trying Even to do more things that I actually own and that are mine. For example, I'm working on an app right now and that is something I want to publish and I would just want to, I don't really care about making money, like not at all. I know it's mm. not going to make money because it's a very, a niche more of an insider joke app I'm going to tell you after after the recording. But I just want to have something that I can point to and be like, that is mine. Like, I worked on that from scratch. And now there it is. People use it. And I hopefully, I don't know, made someone smile or even people actually seriously use that and enjoy it. And that is mine. And I did that. And there's no corporate manager who tells me that I, I don't know. Yeah, you did a good job and a pat on the back and now it's, Back to work and back on the same city, <laughs> shitty job. Yeah. Pat on the board, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, that that resonates again very, very much with me because what I also saw with those YouTube videos that was that I was making, they are I mean that since my babies, you know, like I made them uh, from scratch. I I planned out the locations we went to. I filmed everything. I cut everything. I uploaded it and stuff, and it filled me with a lot of joy when like. The people that I went on a trip with, um, like not the weed trip, <laughs> the <laughs> lost place trip, um, um, when when they saw like the video for the first time, and I could sit like next to them and see their reactions, and with all those jokes and whatever I cut in there, that 
that's that's a nice feeling to have. At the same time, um, let's go back a bit more to the reasonable side, though. Um, that concept of owning something can also be abused or, like, in that sense, misinterpreted. Because owning something means, okay, um, I I like to have credit for that thing. I want to be acknowledged for that thing. And then you always have to ask yourself, um, well, by whom do I want to be acknowledged for that? Is it is it only myself or, like, my feeling of accomplishment? Man, I built that hut in the woods. Great. Now I can do that also. Like, I can... I don't know i can survive if it's necessary or is it okay i um posted another travel photo of me posing in uh where where is it um i don't know uh at the Côte d'Azur, um with my wine glass sunset and stuff man i yeah. am so much better than you are and please tell me that else also <laughs> yeah is is it is it that that you're seeking for or is it uh, I guess the the more down to earth way of owning things. That that's probably a question you should always ask yourself. Maybe absolutely. Like, is it is it intrinsically motivated or extrinsically motivated? I'm not saying no, that one is necessarily also, always. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying that one is necessarily always better than the other. And usually, it's yeah. a combination of the two. But okay. still, you have to figure out if you're actually doing things because you enjoy them, or if you just want to have the approval of others and actually i I have have the approval of others if they are the right people if they are the people that matter to you exactly yeah yeah for example um i (laughs) lately i've i've been kind of joking about that to to some people um when i was talking about what i want to change in the coming semester and one of the things i want to change is to not kind of shut up when I don't agree with something the professor says or whatever because there have been quite a lot of instances where I felt like they have very unreasonable opinions on certain political and societal topics and I really wanted and I had this this thing of I want to discuss that I, I that's not okay like it's it's just not reasonable and I'm sure I can offer a new perspective because everybody else seems to agree and most people, especially in psychology, are like super hardcore leftists and liberal, and it's very hard to kind of be one of the only ones arguing against that. Mm. Um, but I, I uh, talked to some people, some some friends of mine from university, and I was like, I really want to change that. If I don't agree with something, I want I want to say it, and no matter the consequences. Like I'm fine if they want to to kick me out of the university. I'm fine with that because I feel like I actually have... <laughs> what propaganda do you want to spread, man? <laughs> no, I don't want to spread propaganda, but like, what I, th- I, I actually think the, I actually think the university is spreading propaganda and I'm, I'm not okay with that. Um, and I feel it's, it's very much a thing of if you don't think like us, then you're a bad person. Or if you don't agree with 100% of what I say, then I'm going to kick you out. And that's just not okay, especially not in a university context where I feel like intellectual discussions should be the basis of everything and not just agreeing with the professor and hoping that you're going to get a better grade because of it. Um, And I told him I want to do that. Is is it like in seminars or whatever where people really know who you are? Because in lectures it's like nobody really knows you the professor not even at all like well again it's it's not only about that it's just also about me being being honest and authentic and not kind of 
shutting yeah, up sure, because sure, I'm sure. afraid of what people may think of me. That's like the basis of that. And um, some people no, have told me, well, yeah, you should be a little bit, uh, a little bit careful with that and whatnot. And I joke to them, and now coming to what you said before, that I only care about what my what my little brother thinks of me and the the rest uh, i don't care i don't give a shit hmm. um like if they kick me off of the, of the university but i still know uh you know uh, i'm i'm good with my brother and he loves me and everything is fine then i'm gonna be fine as cheesy as that sounds and obviously there's sure, a more sure, sure. No it's, it's just a metaphor for i don't care what those people think of me and if i'm gonna kick, get kicked out as long as the people were close to me and the people are actually matter as long as those relationships stay functional hmm. and yeah so i can definitely relate to that and i think we're both probably making a very similar change or having very similar paradigm shifts in our lives um oh, man. so it's up, gonna be interesting it sucks and it's fun at the same time <laughs> yeah yeah i think it feels like it 90 percent sucks and then there are those 10 percent where you have those interesting insights or those new experiences where you're like mm-hmm. it's it's not that bad it's not that bad. <laughs> not that bad. No, not at all. Cool. Man, enjoyed nice. the episode. I think we found some deeper truth <laughs> in the abyss of the world. Whatever. <laughs> I could formulate it like that. Just another sure, metaphor man. for we are, we are, we are cool people, man. A <laughs> <laughs> little pack on the bald the, hat, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Actually, today, first first time, little anecdote to the end of the episode. <laughs> I'll try out to cut my hair on my own. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and I might also end up with a pet on the bald head if things go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But do, do you want to just have your normal, normal hairstyle or do you want to actually change something about it? Pretty much normal hairstyle. Maybe switch it up a bit, a bit shorter. Okay. Like shorter, okay. definitely. But <laughs> we're gonna see how we'll see, how that we'll works see out. whether it will become a totally different hairstyle. Yeah. At the latest um, next episode, I'm gonna be like, <laughs> "That's also the, <laughs> what happened." The stupidest, or the yeah, the most stupid point to to do that right now because. I don't know, like four days from now, the new semester starts, right? You see people again. <laughs> right, <laughs> but right. challenge accepted. Probably, oh, <laughs> questioning your systems, doing it and getting back to controlling your life and the feeling of... Yeah. <laughs> or just do a bus cut, living. honestly, man. Then we're going to be bus cut brothers. Yeah, man. That happened, <laughs> that happened to me once um, when I was in France for a student exchange. And the, the uh, coiffeur, the, you know cutting person yeah. yeah they did not get what i wanted and then my exchange partner just said yeah uh coublon. like <laughs> just everything away <laughs> Holy shit. man that was interesting <laughs> i can imagine I want, bro i, I want like, pictures i want pictures uh, of that i think i have only one but it looked, no. <laughs> yeah all right yeah. man <laughs> crazy so end of the episode what did we take away maybe take away um question the systems maybe risk your life to feel alive again in a reasonable amount do something uncomfortable feel alive again to have a similar effect um 
try questioning yourself what am I doing and who is it for and why is it typical stuff like and to summarize it people just start to think that's it <laughs> use your brain people use use your space age brain and put it to business. Brand out <laughs>